Alright, this is Bible Talk Walk. Uh, I did learn something cool today. Um, it was... Now, I want to look into it more. But, um... I learned a lot about, uh, baptism of desire. Um, that whole study, I would, I would highly suggest looking that up. Um, but, uh, with children, um, it's just, it kind of gives you hope, you know, baptism of desire, um, that I was thinking, like, even if you lost your child, I wonder if they could get a baptism desire like little thing written up and you could keep it in your files for your family your family history um that would be cool um like so you, your family would know oh yeah uncle chris and uh, auntie t they uh wanted to baptize their baby um Because I guess the, the church tradition, but um, the uh, the grace and faith. Okay, this is the big thing I learned as far as baptizing babies. It's just an argument. Um, but somebody really credible said it, so I'm like, man, I need to look more into this to see if it's ever been used in other places. passage, uh, by faith through grace, shoot, I probably mixed it, faith alone through grace alone, there you go, um, that verse actually supports infant baptism, because it requires no works on the part of the baby to receive that grace from God, and actually there's another thing that I want to look into more, and it might be a small nuance, uh, is Mary's potential. Uh, there was a purification that I guess in Luke it talks about, I think, um, where after the birth uh, they had a purification, like a Jewish purification. So that's interesting. Um, I think I've talked about this in the past when I was debating my board of Baptists that are always against me for some reason. I don't know why they don't like to try to find common ground. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, we're pretty much at a stalemate now, but <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that's so is life and everybody takes different turns. So, um, yeah, that's basically where we're at with that. But, uh, um, yeah, those are some big things. Uh, li- they seem like little statements, but, I mean, I listen to, like, probably, like, five hours or more of lectures, and that's pretty much all I got out today. Um, and, uh, you know, we've just been reading through the Psalms, and um, yeah, I got a little bit into, uh, really appreciate uh, the Eastern... Byzantine stuff, uh, all the different apps they got, um, I really like Laudate, though, for the Roman Catholic apps, um, 
and yeah, I can talk up apps all day. Um, there's a Greek Orthodox app I really like because it tells you about feast days, uh, food restriction days, which I just like that. I like the discipline of doing that. I don't even really know the calendars or anything. I honestly, I don't know. I'd have to like probably sit there for like 30 minutes just to find like a calendar with food uh, details and fasting details. You know, I'm pretty rusty on that, but I have my little my little learning things here and there. I've looked up the Benedictine fasts a lot and, uh, you know, finish it. Start your meals basically at 2.30 generally was one of the big things for them. Uh, and there was some other stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like the uh, 40... The uh, Exodus 90, because they, those guys have decided, and they're seminarians, so I imagine they're getting their stuff from some kind of order or structure. Um, they try to do their meals after 4 o'clock, which, so I, I like to do that on the Wednesday and Friday fast, and maybe the Saturday fast uh, for Mary, and the Wednesday for Joseph, I guess Friday for Christ crucified. Um, but maybe there's more detail behind that. I don't know. Traditions and stuff. Um, but it's something the early church has always done. The two, the, I know the Wednesday and Friday was in substitute of the Pharisees that were Tuesday and Thursday. And then, obviously, everybody's encouraged to pray basically the gospel-centered uh, rosaries every day. And it's repetitious when you don't take it to heart. And you just uh, have vain repetition. But when you take it to heart, every single time you pray it, it's like you're trying to build a relationship. Um, it's like if I would just hang out with my wife and not talk or just be boring and not try to have intentional uh, activities. But, you know, activities can be tiring. Sometimes it is good to just kind of have a, a peaceful a time of peace and quiet, but with some kind of meditative thought, like I would say the rosary, because it has gospel centered, uh, but there's different kinds of rosaries. Uh, they're all centered around the gospel, but, um, different, um, teachings in some of them more recently. Uh, the daily rosary, I highly suggest that that's so cool. Tell everybody about that. I like that ministry. Um, but I like the ones that are focused on the gospel too, most importantly. All right, shalom.